This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This reading by Kara Schallenberg. www.kray.org. The Canterbury Tales by Geoffrey Chaucer. Edited by D. Lang Purves. This reading is based on the book The Canterbury Tales and Other Poems. The original text contains poems by Chaucer, and a lot of notes and explanations by the editor. To view these, please click on the Gutenberg e-text link on the LibriVox catalog page of The Canterbury Tales. The Friar's Tale The Prologue This worthy limitor, this noble frere, he made always a manner-lowering chair upon the sumpnor, but for honesty no villain word as yet to him spake he. But at the last he said unto the wife, Dame, quoth he, God give you right good life. Ye have here touched, also may ye thee, in school, matter, a great difficulty. Ye have said much a thing right well, I say, but, dame, here as we ride by the way, us needeth not but for to speak of Gama, and leave authorities in God's name, to preaching and to school ache of clergy. But if it like unto this company, I will you of a sompnor tell a Gama. Pardee, ye may well knowe by the name, that of a sompnor may no good be said. I pray that none of you be evil paid. A sompnor is a runner up and down, with mandaments for fornication, and is e beat at every towne's end. Then spake our host, Ah, sir, ye should be hend and courteous, as a man of your estate. In company we will have no debate. Tell us your tale, and let the sompnor be. Nay, quoth the sompnor, let him say by me what so him list. When it comes to my lot, by God, I shall him quieten every groat. I shall him tell a what a great honour it is to be a flattering limitor. And his office, I shall him tell e wis. Our host answered, Peace, no more of this. And afterward he said unto the frere, Tell forth your tale, mine Owen master dear. THE TALE Willom, there was dwelling in my country an archdeacon, a man of high degree, that boldly did execution in punishing of fornication, of witchcraft and ache of bawdery, of defamation and adultery, of churcheries and of testaments, of contracts and of lack of sacraments, and ache of many another manner crime which needeth not rehearsen at this time of usury and simony also, but certes lechers did he greatest woe. They should singen, if that they were hent, and smalle tithers were if foully shent, if any person would on them complain. There might start them no pecunial pain, for smalle tithes and small offering he made the people piteously to sing, for ere the bishop caught them with his crook, they weren in the archdeacon's book. Then had he through his jurisdiction power to do on them correction. He had a sompnor ready to his hand. A slyer boy was none in England. For subtly he had his espial. 
that taught him well where it might aught avail. He could spare of lechers one or two to teach him to four and twenty more. For, though this Sompnor would be as a hare, to tell his harlotry I will not spare, for we be out of their correction, they have of us no jurisdiction, nay, never shall have, term of all their lives. Peter, so be the women of the stives, quoth this Sompnor, he put out of our cure. Peace with mischance and with misaventure, our hostess said, and let him tell his tale. Now tell a forth, and let the Sompnor gale, nor spare not, mine Owen master dear. This false thief, the Sompnor, quoth the frere, had always bought as ready to his hand, as any hawk to lure in England, that told him all the secrets that they knew, for their acquaintance was not come of new, they were his approvers privily. He took himself at great profit there be. His master knew not always what he won, without amendment, a lewd man. He could summon on pain of Christus' curse, and they were inly glad to fill his purse, and make him great a feastus at the Nala, and right as Judas had a purse of smala, and was a thief, right such a thief was he, his master had but half his duty. He was, if I shall give a him his laud, a thief, and eke a sompnor, and a bawd, and he had wenches at his retinue, that whether that Sir Robert, or Sir Hugh, or Jack, or Ralph, or whoso that it were, that lay by them, they told it in his ear. Thus were the wench and he of one assent, and he would fetch a feigned mandament, and to the chapter summon them both two, and pill the man, and let the wench a go. Then would he say, Friend, I shall for thy sake do strike thee out of our letters, Blake. Thee thar no more as in this case travail. I am thy friend, where I may thee avail. Certain he knew of bribers many more than possible is to tell in years too. For in this world is no dog for the bow that can a hurt dear from a hole a no. Bet then this Sompnor knew a sly lechor, or an adulterer, or a paramour, and for that was the fruit of all his rent, therefore on it he set all his intent. And so befell, that once upon a day, this Sompnor, waiting ever on his prey, rode forth to summon a widow, an old ribibe, feigning a cause, for he would have a bribe. And happened that he saw before him ride a gay yeoman, under a forest side. A bow he bare, and arrows bright and keen, he had upon a courtepy of green, a hat upon his head with fringes black. Sir, quoth this Sompnor, hail and well or tack. Welcome, quoth he, and every good fellow, whither ridest thou under this green shaw? Say to this yeoman, wilt thou far to-day? This Sompnor answered him, and said nay, here faster by, quoth he, is mine intent, to ride, for to raisin up a rent, that longeth to my lord's duty. Ah, art thou then a bailiff? Yea, quoth he. He durst not for very filth and shama say that he was a sompnor for the nama. De pardieu, quoth this yeoman, leave a brother, thou art a bailiff, and I am another. 
I am unknown, as in this country, of thine acquaintance I will pray a thee, and ache of brotherhood, if that thee list. I have a gold and silver lying in my chest, if that thee hap to come unto our shire, all shall be thine, right as thou wilt desire. Grand mercy, quoth this Sompnor, by my faith, each in the other's hand his troth alayth, for to be sworn a brethren till they day, in dalliance they ride aforth and play. This Sompnor, which that was as full of jangles, as full of venom be those wariangles, and ever inquiring upon everything, Brother, quoth he, where is now your dwelling, another day, if that I should you seech? This yeoman him answered in soft speech, Brother, quoth he, far in the north country, where, as I hope some time I shall thee see, ere we depart, I shall thee so well wis, that of mine house shalt thou never miss. Now, brother, quoth this Sompnor, I you pray, teach me, while that we ride by the way, since that ye be a bailiff as I am, some subtlety, and tell me faithfully, for mine office how that I most may win, and spare not for conscience or for sin, but as my brother, tell me, how do ye? Now by my troth, a brother mine, said he, as I shall tell to thee a faithful tale, my wages be full straight, and ache full smale, my lord is hard to me, and dangerous, and mine office is full laborious, and therefore by extortion I live, for sooth I take all that men will me give, algata by slighter or by violence, from year to year I win all my dispense, I can no better tell thee faithfully. Now certes, quoth this Sompner, so far ye, ye spare not to take, God it what, but if it be too heavy or too hot. What he may get in counsel privily, no manner conscience of that have ye, ne'er mine extortion ye might not live, for of such japas will ye not be shrive. Stomach nor conscience know ye none, ye shrew the shrifte-fathers every one. Well be we met by God and by St. John, but leave a brother, tell me then thy name, quoth this Sompnor. Right in this mean a while, this yeoman gan a little for to smile. Brother, quoth he, wilt thou that ye thee tell? Ye am a fiend, my dwelling is in hell, and here ye ride about my purchasing to know where men will give me anything. My purchase is the fact of all my rent. Look how thou ridest for the same intent, to win a good, thou reckest never how. Write so fair ye, for ride a will ye now, into the world as ende for a prey. Ah, quoth this Sompnor, Benedicite, what say ye? Ye weened ye were a yeoman truly, ye have a manner's shape as well as ye. Have ye then a figure determinate in hell, where ye be in your estate? Nay, certainly, quoth he, there have we none. But when us liketh, we can take us one, or ellas make you seem that we be shape, some time like a man, or like an ape, or like an angel can ye ride or go. It is no wondrous thing, though it be so. A lousy juggler can deceive thee, and pardee, yet can he more craft than he. Why, quoth the Sompnor, 
Ride ye then, or gone in sundry shapes, and not always in one? For we, quoth he, will us in such form mock, as most is able our prey for to talk. What maketh you to have all this labour? Full many a cause leave us or sompnor, said this fiend. But all thing hath a time, the day is short, and it is passed prime, and yet have ye won nothing in this day, ye will intend to winning if ye may, and not intend our thing is to declare, for, brother mine, thy wit is all too bare to understand, although he told them thee, but for thou askest, why labour we? For sometimes we be God's instruments, and meanest to do his commandments. When that him list upon his creatures, in divers acts, and in divers figures, without a him we have no might certain, if that him list to stand a there again, and sometimes at our prayer have we leave, only the body, not the soul, to grieve. Witness on Job, whom that we did full woe, and sometimes have we might on both the two. This is to say, on soul and body ache, and sometimes be we suffered for to seek upon a man and do his soul unrest, and not his body, and all is for the best, when he withstandeth our temptation, it is a cause of his salvation. Albeit, that it was not our intent, he should be safe, but that we should him hent. And sometimes be we servants unto man, as to the archbishop, St. Dunstan, and to the apostle servant ache was he. Yet tell me, quoth this Sompnor, faithfully, Mac ye newe bodies thus alway of the elements? The fiend answered, Nay, sometimes we feign, and sometimes we arise with dead bodies in full sundry wise, and speak as reasonably and fair and well as to the pythonus did Samuel. And yet will some men say it was not he, ye do no force of your divinity, but one thing warn ye thee, ye will not jap, thou wilt all gate as wheat how we be shop. Thou shalt hereafterward, my brother dear, come where thee needeth not of me to leer. For thou shalt by thine own experience conna in a chair to raid of this sentence, better than Virgil while he was alive, or Dante also. Now let us ride blithe, for you will hold a company with thee, till it be so that thou forsake me. Nay, quoth this Sompnor, that shall ne'er be tied. I am a yeoman, that is known full wide. My troth a willy hold, as in this casse, for though thou wert the devil Satanas, my troth a willy hold to thee, my brother, as ye have sworn, and each of us to other, for to be true brethren in this casse, and both we go about in our purchase. Take thou thy part, what that men will thee give, and ye shall mine, thus may we both a-live. And if that any of us have more than other, let him be true, and part it with his brother. Ye grant, quoth the devil, by my fay. And with that word they rode aforth their way, and right at the entering of the townus end, to which the Sompnor shope him for to wend, they saw a cart, that charged was with hay, which that a carter drove forth on his way. Deep was the way for which the carter stood. The carter smote and cried as he were wood, Height, Scot, height, brook, what spare ye for the stones? The fiend, quoth he, you fetch body and bones. 
as far forthly as ever ye were fold, so much a woe as ye have with you thold, the devil have all, horses and cart and hay. The Sompnor said, Here shall we have a prey, and near the fiend he drew, as not ne were, full privily and rounded in his ear, Hearken, my brother, hearken by thy faith, hearest thou not how that the carter saith? Hent it anon, for he hath given it thee, both hay and cart, and ache his couples three. Nay, quoth the devil, God wot never a deal, it is not his intent, trust thou me well, ask him thyself, if thou not trowest me, or else a while, and thou shalt see. The carter thwacked his horses on the croup, and they began to draw in and to stoop. Height now, quoth he, there, Jesus Christ you bless, and all his handiwork both more and less. That was well twight, mine own liart boy, I pray God save thy body, and St. Loy. Now is my cart out of the slough, pardee. Lo, brother, quoth the fiend, what told he thee? Here may ye see, mine own dear brother, the churl spake one thing, but he thought another. Let us go forth about in our voyage, here win ye nothing upon this carriage. When that they came somewhat out of the town, the sompnor to his brother gan to round. Brother, quoth he, here one's an old Rebeck, that had almost as lief to lose her neck as for to give a penny of her good. I will have twelve pence, though that she be wood, or ye will summon her to our office, and yet, God wot, of her know ye no vis. But for thou canst not, as in this country, win a thy cost, take here example of me. This Sompnor clapped at the widow's gate. Come out, he said, thou old very trait. I trow thou hast some friar or priest with thee. Who clappeth? said this wife. Benedicite. God save you, sir, what is your sweet will? I have, quoth he, of summons here a bill. A pain of cursing, look a that thou be, to-morrow before our archdeacon's knee, to answer to the court of certain things. Now, Lord, quoth she, Christ Jesus, King of kings, so wisely help me, as ye not may, ye have been sick, and that full many a day, ye may not go so far, quoth she, nor ride, but ye be dead, so pricketh it my side. May ye not ask a libel, Sir Sompnor, and answer there by my procurator, to such thing as men would oppose me? Yes, quoth this Sompnor, pay anon, let's see, twelve pence to me, and ye will thee acquit, ye shall no profit have thereby but lit. My master hath the profit, and not ye, come off, and let me ride hastily. Give me twelve pence, ye may no longer tarry. Twelve pence, quoth she, now Lady Saint Mary, so wisely help me out of care and sin, this wide world, though that ye should it win, no have ye not twelve pence within my hold, ye know full well that ye am poor and old, kith your almas upon me, poor wretch. Nay, then, quoth he, the fouler fiend me fetch, if ye excuse thee, though thou shouldst be spilt. Alas! quoth she, God wot ye have no guilt. Pay me, quoth he, or by the sweet Saint Anne, 
as i will bear away thy newe pan for debt which thou owest me of old when that thou madest thine husband cuckold i paid at home for thy correction thou liest quoth she by my salvation never was i ere now widow or wife summoned unto your court in all my life nor never i was but of my body true unto the devil rough and black of hue give ye thy body and my pan also and when the devil heard her curse so upon her knees he said in this manner now mebily mine owen mother dear is this your will in earnest that ye say the devil quoth she so fetch him ere he day and pan and all but he will him repent nay old stoat that is not mine intent quoth this sompnour for to repent to me for anything that ye have had of thee ye would ye had thy smock and every cloth now brother quoth the devil be not wroth thy body and this pan be mine by right thou shalt with me to helle yet to-night where thou shalt knowen of our privity more than a master of divinity and with that word the foule fiend him hent body and soul he with the devil went whereas the sompnours have their heritage and god that maked after his image mankind save and guide us all and some and let this sompnour a good man become lordings i could have told you quoth this frere had he had leisure for this sompnour here after the text of christ and paul and john and of our other doctors many a one such pain is that your heart is might agrees albeit so that no tongue may devise though that ye might a thousand winters tell the pains of thilke cursed house of hell but for to keep us from that cursed place wake we and pray we jesus of his grace so keep us from the tempter satanas hearken this word beware as in this cas the lion sits in his await all way to slay the innocent if that he may disposen i your heartes to withstand the fiend that would you make a thrall and bond he may not tempt you over your might for christ will be your champion and your knight and pray that this our sompnour him repent of his misdeeds ere that the fiend him hent end of the Friar's Tale, read by Kara Schallenberg on February 24th, 2006, in Oceanside, California.